Praise the Lord Jesus. I am thanking God for another day, thanking Him for life, and just thanking Him for just being wonderful to me. I want to thank Him for just directing my life and for how He's leading me. And I want to ask Him in this time and in this season, while I'm saying, Lord, what is next? What's next? I'm going to wait patiently on Him. I want to thank him as usual for giving me this opportunity to impart into your life and so that you can impart in another person's life by sharing this podcast, by impacting yourself and by impacting others. And of course, I am also impacted whenever the Lord deposits what needs to be shared. I am first impacted the word minister to me. And likewise, as I share it, I anticipate that you too would be ministered to in a wonderful way. I want to thank you so much for being part of the What If series. I think this is week three. Sometimes I can't keep up. But God has been good. Really, really good. I want to thank you for just listening and sharing. And I can't express that enough. I am grateful for your contribution. I am grateful for your help. I'm grateful for just giving me your encouragement and your feedbacks. So this week, what if? What if we thought of other children the way we would ours, especially those naturally birth? While no lesser emphasis, and I want you to really listen to this carefully, while no lesser emphasis should be placed on those adopted. The process of the pregnancy have given those an experience unforgettable. What if you committed to praying for other children the way you would yours? Yes, it is true that every parent has a responsibility to be a good steward of what God has entrusted to you. Hear me well, it is your responsibility to be a good steward of what God has entrusted to you. But what if you decided to pray for love and protection and the very best for the future for even one child, just one child, along with yours each day, especially a child that may be the opposite to yours. Another child with higher energy or a lesser academic performance. I don't have children and with with few months to hit the mark of a golden jubilee, it seems highly unlikely. But as a teacher, and I have a greater and special responsibility for those with special needs. I am a special needs teacher, teacher degree, special education. Surely I have a degree in teaching both categories, but there is a love for children with special needs. I have one such that my employer knows his name, one such with a special, special need, especially this year. She knows his name without knowing him in person. 
you know, as I journeyed from another state to New York recently, one Saturday morning, I could not help but to send an email to all assistant principals and principal. It was a plea. What can we do to help this child that despite thinking good of every child, my words are there is danger ahead without help. And that, that is just true. This child doesn't qualify for assistance of a one-to-one according to state's regulation. And he doesn't even meet the criteria of health or crisis for a paraprofessional. I knew that it was a wild expectation, but I was and still is desperate for him. The Monday, all went office, you know, in the front of the office, and that was the first conversation we engaged in upon my entry to work. And as we talked, realizing that this possibility was proven true, I left with the statement, I am desperate. And when I say that this possibility was proven true, the possibility of not getting it, the possibility of him not being um, awarded that special help. So there was a possibility that I know that it wouldn't happen. So that's why, that is why I said the possibility proven true. And it is now 12.20 a.m. a.m. June 24th in the morning, right? A.m. in the morning. And I'm preparing this thought for next week, this podcast, and still have him in thoughts. A week later, he's still in my mind. Not all my sharings are written down. Many I simply speak, but this is heavy on me. And as I think of the need of us praying and seeing the importance and value of other children, I recalled how Jesus stopped and attended to the needs of an individual child. The reason of Jairus' daughter was one. The child with epilepsy that the disciples could not, could not heal. This was when Jesus came down from the Mount of Transfiguration and they questioned Jesus why is it that they could not have healed him, right? And I also think of a group that the disciples were standing away thinking Jesus was too busy for them. But Jesus taught them a valuable lesson in Matthew 19, 4, when he says, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of heaven. He also demonstrated again in Matthew 18, verse 3, Unless we become converted and become like little children, we shall not inherit the kingdom. Jesus prayed and he blessed them. Again, what if you decided to present to Jesus even one, even one each time you present your precious child your child that you are thinking of the very best college and university, your child that you want to have the best teachers, your child that you want to ensure that is in keeping with policies and guidance in the school, that there is no teacher calling you and principal calling you. What if we took the responsibility to really engage one, pray, if you can't do anything else, just to pray. What if? What if your prayer move away from just being selfish? Yes, as I said, there's a great responsibility 
for all parents. Of course, as a teacher, I have um, a responsibility for children that I see in the school, but I have a greater responsibility for my class because when the principal comes to check that data, right, as much as I may know another child in the class might not be performing, right? But guess what? She's not going to ask me or my assistant principals, male and female, are not going to ask me about the performance of another child in another school or classroom. They're going to ask me about, about my class. What's, what is going on here? Why aren't these children performing on the level? Yes, and I have to substantiate that. It could be attendance, it could be whatever it is. I, I have to prove that. Data, recording from the beginning of the school year to show that there is some lack in some areas. So I have a responsibility for my class. So I do know as a parent, you have a responsibility for your child or children. But there comes a time when I see a need that is within the classroom and I can assist. I do try to assist. Whether the child is in my class, once I see a shoelace untied, I don't care whose class. Stop and I'm going to tie a lace. And there are just similar things that I'm going to ensure that I'm engaging those children as well as mine. So let's, let's think, let's think, let's think out of your family and think about another child who needs you. God bless you in Jesus' name.